fam, and welcome to the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast, and I am your host, Cheryl Spears. Each week, we'll be sharing stories from people who have had firsthand experiences with MLMs like Beachbody or Body, and examine the questionable tactics used by some of the leaders in these companies. Please note that some of the content we cover may be disturbing, and we encourage you to check the show notes for disclaimers. Our aim is not to bully or harm anyone, but rather to educate and shed light on the truth. This podcast is not just an anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to help prevent others from falling into the same trap I did being a part of an MLM for eight years. Please keep in mind that the guests on the show are sharing their personal experiences and opinions, and the information provided is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered a substitute for professional medical advice. If you would like to share your own story, please don't hesitate to reach out to me at callsherylhine at gmail.com or feel free to DM me on Instagram at call Cheryl Hine or on my personal Instagram at Cheryl S. Spears. So sit back, relax, and get ready for an eye-opening episode. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any of the valuable insights and personal experiences shared by our guest. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Hello, fam. This is Call Cheryl Hunt podcast, and I am your host, Cheryl Spears. Today, I am here with a wonderful girl that I met on Instagram, and she is here to tell her story about, you know it, and we love it, Beachbody, but they're trying to rechange their name and rebrand to Body. So while we are talking about Beachbody, um, it will also be referred to as Body as well. And I'm going to go ahead and give her the floor so that she can introduce her story and why she is here. Hello. Hi, I'm Brittany. I'll at least give my first name. Okay. <laughs> I'm Brittany. Um, I, sorry, my dog's behind me. Um, I started coaching, let's see, this is 20, in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and I only coached for a year because then Autumn released her four week gut protocol and I'm a nurse and yeah. there were a lot of things that I was like, mm, that's not right. And that's not right. And that's not healthy and that's not okay. And it really bothered me that beach body was keeping this. My kid is yelling for me in the background You're fine. Um, that my, <laughs> that my, um, that this company was like supporting her and she was putting out all this false claims. And I'm like, this is not okay. Like someone's going to get, you know, sick or hurt or something from this, or you're it's going to create eating disorders. And I'm like that I cannot support this anymore. Yeah. Um, so I stopped actively coaching probably in January, right around when they released nine week gut protocol or four week gut protocol. Um, the nine week control freaks also a whole other issue, but yeah, that's why I got, I kind of mixed the two of them up there. Um, so I stopped coaching, actively coaching in January, but I didn't cancel my account until this summer sometime. Um, I was actually still like collecting residuals. So I was just like, I'm going to let this ride. And as long as I'm making more than I'm spending, cause I wasn't buying anything. So it was just the coach account. I'm like, I'm just going to let it ride. But then I felt guilty. (laughs) So I canceled everything and now I no longer have any type of subscription, um, but what's funny is that the shirt that I'm choosing to wear today is a 645 sweatshirt yeah. because I loved that program so much. And I yeah. was like, it sucks that like a program that's amazing and a trainer who I it's love. Amazing. Yeah. Like I can't support that. And it makes me sad. So I was like, I'm still gonna. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So- so Brittany, I, I love the fact, first of all, I did not know you were a nurse. So this is going to be really fun because I refuse to give like, um, I, I just had somebody in my inbox to ask me questions about what I thought about to be mindset. And I directed them towards to Jen. Um, because Jen, although she's not a registered dietitian, she has friends that are, and I was like, go to her and she can help you because I refuse. I mean, in our Beachbody days, in our coaching days, we used to think that we were professionals and we could give those types of um, feedback. Um, But now I refuse to do that. 
So I really love the fact that you are a nurse because this is going to be amazing because I can actually ask you questions that I have a yearning to learn. But <laughs> first thing first, I'd like to know, so you um, joined as a Beachbody coach in 2021 and you are a nurse. So I would like to know what uh, attracted you to Beachbody. So my upline who I'm just choosing not to mention because yeah. I, I still think she's a great person. Yeah. Um, she always gave me FOMO, like, just like, you know, she was a mom. She stayed at home. She had three kids. Our kids are kind of similar in ages. And I'm just like, oh, as a nurse, you know, you work 12 plus hours yeah. and as a nurse, you work 12 plus hours. I was working, um, I mean, two to three to four days a week. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I miss my kids. I want to stay home. I would love to stay home, but I feel guilty. I was raised by a single mom. So yeah. like just staying at home and like living off my husband's income, I'm like, I cannot do that. Yeah. Like I need to be bringing income in. Um, so that's what attracted me. Like I would just, I watched her and I literally watched her for like probably two years and yeah. I joined free groups and everything. And I really was like, amazed by everything that she did until I became a coach and realized it was all just copy and paste. Right. And like, you know, all the groups are not like she put all this effort in, which I honestly think might've been my downfall because as a nurse, I was wanting to put so much medical information into my post that I would spend hours creating new posts daily. Yeah. She's yeah. like, don't do that. Just use what's available. And I'm like, but I don't want to use the same thing everybody else does. So like, to, to talk about that, right. Um, and what people might not understand what's available is, um, and I'm pretty sure that I know exactly where she got her content from because my upline used to do the same thing. Um, you can go on Etsy and you can buy um, Beachbody coaches monthly content to run a group. Um, that somebody is automatically putting together a full 30 days for a group, right? So it's not even necessarily coming from Beachbody. It's just some random person that creates this content. Was that what she was doing? Um, no. So okay. she, I mean, I don't know what her upline did, but we yeah. were part of a much bigger team. Yep. Um, and so like one of, I don't even think she's like my grandma. I think she was like my grandma, grandma, grandma upline was Ashley Smith. She has a okay. pretty big team. And, you know, her upline is Micah Folsom, which okay. is another huge team. Yes. So, I mean, they had, I had access to all of Micah's stuff. Yeah. So I had all of access to Micah stuff, to Ashley's stuff, to every other of my upline and the rest of everyone. So I could literally, they had it all on a Google drive. Yeah. You could go and you could be like, okay, month of May, let's look yep. at everything they've ever posted in the month of May. And yep. so you could just like copy and paste that. But mm -hmm. like, I... <laughs> I was making my life too difficult. And I was like, oh, it's, I can't even remember. This sounds awful, but now I'm spacing. Can't remember what month it was. Was it February? Is that heart month? Is that heart yeah. awareness month? Yeah. yeah. Or and I so I was, I don't know if it's heart awareness month, but I know that like for February, they do like Valentine's and stuff like that. So it would make I'm, sense. Like the cardiac awareness month, the heart health month. I can't remember what I'm literally Googling it right now. Um, yeah. But Yep. It's February. So February okay. is like heart health month. And so I would, I spent hours putting together daily stuff of how to keep your heart healthy and what you can do like foods and diets and exercise, like all this stuff. And they were like, we have all this Valentine's stuff. And I'm like, no, like <laughs> my background is a cardiac nurse. Like right. I'm going to use that time to like tell people how to make their heart healthy. Exactly. So you spend all of this free time, which is basically free time um, because you're not getting paid for it. Um, and you weren't seeing any return on, were you seeing any return on your investment spending all that time creating those posts? So my bod groups were always very dead. Like I had yeah. people in them, but like the first few months I coached, I had the same two to three people routinely posting. Mm -hmm. And then they all just stopped. So like yeah. I would create these posts and post and like, I'd get, I had nothing going on in my bod group, which yeah. was weird to me because being part of my uplines bod group, I'm like, she has so many people like posting and responding and I got nothing. Yeah. But and you I have mean, to understand how many customers did she have? Right. 
Like yeah. that's, and it is, but so to touch on that, like, I'm sorry to interrupt you, um, oh, but to touch on that, um, that's the, that's the FOMO that you get. Right. Because so I, my upline was a really big deal. I mean, I'll say your name, Lori Stewart. Right. Um, and the fact that you said about the Google drive, that's exactly what Lori did. Right. She had the Google drive where you could go into every single month and pick what you wanted, like May, you know, February is Valentine's month. So they're go in the love type post and you could plan out your entire month's content that was automatically already created by somebody who I still don't know who created it. Um, and, but I do know she got it off Etsy and I'll tell you how I know that because I love creating content, love it. And she told me one time that because you love creating content, maybe you should go ahead and focus on Etsy and create 30 day, 31 day content for beach body coaches. And that could be your niche and you could make a killing because they will all buy it from you. Right. So um, that's, that's the sad part. You see them in their groups because they have a huge network and they've had this network and they've built it for years. Right. And you see them being, everybody being active, everybody showing their sweaty, sweaty selfies, everybody cheering everybody on, but then your group that you're trying so hard for, nobody is being active in that group. It's hard. And I get that. Yeah. So what did you do? So I joined up with another girl on the team to try to do, to do a bod group with her, but, and she had her people posting, but like, again, I didn't have a lot of posts. I actually feel like I did. I mean, yeah. I hit success club a lot Good. and I do feel like I like, you know, sold or helped whatever they want to call it. Yeah. Um, people every month, but yeah, I wasn't, I was always stuck in like the same cycle. So like yeah. I might, I would, I was constantly, what is it? What's the lowest emerald? Yeah. Um, because I had my mom and my husband underneath me. Oh, Which, so you had way, a, con- it- no, that was illegal until I started following you guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nobody does because we're all taught that, right? Um, yes. We are husband- taught that sign up your husband immediately. And I was like, oh, okay. You plus two, right? It yeah. makes you go emerald. And the best thing is, is that you can go ahead and have the controlled accounts because you can control your emerald status and why do they want you to go emerald right away? Why is it? I don't know, honestly. Oh, it's it's so they can start building their diamond, so they can start building Uh-oh. their rank. Also, yeah. it's because they um, well, it's not like this anymore. And I don't like to get too deep in the weeds about the whole entire um ranking because I only went to Emerald and I'm not really that educated when it comes to like the compensation and the background because I literally was just sharing and just excited to make any type of rebate right um but I do know that we used to be able to get a $14 cycle bonus um for every 100 pv that you had um cycle on each line so or on your whatever line or downline um so that was another reason because that helped you start seeing residual income even if it was just like $14 because you cycled one time but yeah, so um, I was emerald and ruby, and I hit diamond a couple times. I held diamond. I qualified for a retreat that I actually didn't go on. Oh, <laughs> because um, I didn't go on it because everybody around me was getting COVID, yeah. and I wasn't going to test just to go to a retreat because I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. And so if I test and I test positive work is going to hold me out for yeah. days and I'm yeah. perfectly fine because, you know, you can test positive and not have any symptoms. And so I was like, yeah. I'm not testing just to go on this retreat. And I didn't want to spend the money to go down there. Cause you know, you qualify for a retreat, but, and my coach paid my way, but I had to get down there and food and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. You have to pay for the way to get there, like your flight, your Uber and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So it's like not, the house had, they picked was like an hour from the airport. And I was like, oh, that's going to be a very expensive. Oh, Uber trip. yeah. That's going to be a very expensive Uber trip. And I'll, I mean, so what people don't understand about these retreats is, I mean, I don't know about you. Um, you're a nurse, but I know for me, I'm, I'm in sales. I've been to, I can, I can't even count on one hand how, or on two hands, how many times 
my work has paid for me to go to Vegas or, you know, Florida or Texas or anywhere like that. Right. But on my work trips in the dreadful nine to five, right. Corporate life. Um, I've never had to pay for my flight, my stay, my food, um, or my Uber to even get to and from the hotel. And if I did have to pay for it, like out of my pocket, I was reimbursed for it, right? So people don't get that. People are like, oh, well, I qualified for a free retreat. And I'm like, no, no, baby, you didn't. You still have to pay to get there, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, as a nurse, I don't have too many opportunities to travel, but I know. Uh, my, my husband does and like his work pays for everything. And the only time we have to pay is if like, for example, if we want to upgrade, he always wants yeah. to up, upgrade to Comfort Plus on a plane. So he has to yeah. pay for the ticket change. And um, and then like if we go, if we choose to leave the resort, we have to pay yeah. for food. But other than that, yeah, they pay for yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So um, so you didn't go to the retreat. How did your upline, upline or whoever make you feel about that? Um, so she actually got annoyed with me because I said, well, you know, I don't want to test because everyone around me has COVID, but I'm fine. I still want to go to work. And like, you know, you don't, as it seems weird, but in certain places as a nurse, you don't have to test unless you're symptomatic. Like I know in the beginning of the pandemic, people were means never my hospital, but other hospitals were testing people like all the time. We don't do that unless we're symptomatic. So I was like, I'm not going to risk out on work just because I accidentally test positive or maybe even a false positive. And I had been to the, so summit in 2021, they didn't have summit. It was, you know, virtual, Um, but we, there was a bunch of big name, like um, Michael Folsom, Julie, Mm. I can't think of her name, but she just had a baby and she always has a bun on her head and somebody else. Yes. And somebody else who I honestly don't even know. Um, They got all of their uplines and they wanted all, all of us to go to Florida. So I did do that in 2021. Mm -hmm. And so when I told my upline, I was like, I'm not going to go to this retreat. And this was like, I think this was January of this year. And she was like, wait, you didn't test before you came down to Florida. And I was like, no, no one told me I had to test to come down there. So she was more annoyed that I didn't test six months ago when I met her the first time than missing January. (laughs) I don't know. It was weird. Wow. Wow. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit. You went to a retreat with Micah Folsom, Holly Hillier, and all of them. How was that? So, um, it was, it was, it was good and weird and different. Um, so I, I'm from Indiana. Julie Boris is from Indiana. We, before she moved to Florida, we were literally less than an hour away from each other. And so like, I went up to her and I was like, Hey, fellow Hoosier, like I live here and you live here. And she was just like, Hmm. And she was just like, very like distant. And I was like, okay. Like I was kind of scared of you anyways, cause you're very intense. And now I'm like even more like terrified. So I'm just going to back up. <laughs> so she wouldn't um, even have a conversation with you? Not really. No. Like wow. it was very like, um, the weird thing is too, is that they had this and it cracked me up because I may have the, um, humor of like a 12 year old boy, but they had this thing called goals for holes. Mm. It had to do with donuts yeah, <laughs> I don't know. and like building your goals or whatever. Um, and I was kept giggling cause it was called goals for holes. And, yeah. um, Julie only wanted it to be diamonds and up who attended this. And Micah was like, well, that's not fair to everyone else who came that they can't attend this one session. So on Micah's team, we all got to go. Yeah. Because she didn't think that was fair. But then Julie cut off everyone who wasn't (gasps) diamond. And so all of her other people who came couldn't, they had to go somewhere else during that part. And really nothing got accomplished in this hour. So it's not like they really missed anything. (laughs) And that's not the first time that I've heard that. So one of the things that, um, that we talked about on our, on the previous, on, um, Liana's podcast with Letty was she constantly would isolate people that were diamonds and below. Right. And, and it hurts my feelings so much for people that are, were Emerald because I was Emerald while I was in there. And if I was able to actually go to some type of retreat like this, and because I was 100% bought in, like I was 112, 
Like if I would have went up to Julie and she treated me that way, I would have been like, oh, she's just probably having a bad day, but she's still perfect, right? So like, I mean, I can only imagine how people on her team felt. Like that is, that's like rejection. And then you get the, you're just not working hard enough. So you've tried to figure out a way to figure out how you can rank up to a diamond as fast as you can, just so you can be noticed by your coach. And Micah, Micah doing that, and I do want to say, I'm sorry, but I do want to say this because I don't want people to think I'm being a hater. Micah doing that for her team, that's, that's huge, right? Like that is huge. That's very, that's very awesome. And Micah is super sweet. Like she is so nice. Yeah. Um, like she's just, she's a very nice person. Um, and even Ashley Smith, like I know there, I mean, a lot of people might hate on her, but she, in person, she was really sweet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I did barely talked to her. She and- did after, um, there was like a big, like, you know, all those people, we stayed in a hotel and we had like, we would go to the conference, a big conference room. We did a workout. Um, we did a workout with Julie where she did turbo fire. yeah probably yeah she was real intense um and then like we would watch summit because you know it was virtual Mm -hmm. um and then after that was over we actually went to a different part like a different hotel which was just ashley's team Mm -hmm. and you know team bonding for a day um so I thought that was nice because that we got to go somewhere else but keep in mind I still had to pay for my hotel yeah you had to pay for your Uh, hotel and speaking of that, paying for a hotel, I didn't get my own room or even my own bed. Wow. Um, so the first hotel, the hotel messed up and the girl who had booked it had booked two queen beds. Mm-hmm. They gave us a king bed. It was the smallest <laughs> room. And there was like six girls that were supposed to sleep in this room. And we're like, what are we going to do? It luckily got, it got all straightened out because one of the managers of the hotel was amazing. She got us a big two queen bedroom. She mm-hmm. gave us a blow up mattress or we had a blow up mattress and she gave us a roll away. So, and I actually yeah. did get my own bed then. Cause I slept on the blow up. Yeah. And then when we went to the next hotel, I slept on the pullout couch with another girl who I had just met. <laughs> so y'all just <laughs> cuddle it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is the weirdest thing I have ever done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you were talking about, um, so I, and I hate to just focus on Julie, but I really just, because she's so problematic and I also want to just state this so I can make this statement on the podcast and people will understand. We don't hate on coaches on purpose, right? Like, like we don't, like we just basically, I personally, um, and the snark crew just literally shows you what they're saying on their stories and tells you what they actually mean, right? So with Julie, it's like, Julie Boris is one of the biggest Beachbody coaches there are. She's like, she's been there forever. And if you can't be personable and friendly to just somebody who lives and is excited, right? And looks up to you, how is she treating the people that are actually on her team making money? Yeah. Right. It's just mind blowing, but I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was, it's, um, and it's just weird. Cause like you, you think you make friends, but like, as yeah. soon as I stopped posting, like even my upline who would frequently tell me that she loved me, I like, yeah. I haven't talked to her. And that's the weird thing, right? Like she could frequently told you and love, that's called love bombing to my understanding, um, that she loved you every single day. And then all of a sudden you disappear and no more, right? Yeah. I mean, she, uh, I feel like loved me more yeah. when I was signing people up. <laughs> right. Um, so which I get it. I mean, that's her business. Like that's how she makes money. So I get it. She doesn't have time for people who aren't making her money, but like, to me, that's just like, what about your, what do you have? Do you have real friends who don't make you money? Pretty much. No, nobody in Beachbody. I mean, did you have friends outside of Beachbody a lot? I did. For me, I did not. 
I, I, I mean, literally you sound like a way better person than I was, because if you weren't making money, I wasn't going to talk to you. I have my friends and this sounds awful, but you know, I'm a mom, I'm a nurse, I homeschool. So my time to talk to anyone is limited anyways. And so like, I mean, mostly I do not hang out with people like ever because I'm like, I don't have time to do that. I have three kids. Um, so I mean, yeah, I would still talk to people. I would text my friends, but like, it wasn't like I was hanging out with anybody, Yeah, but that's the same as it is now because I'm still too busy. Right. I mean, but anybody, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like for me, um, I'm the same way, you know, I work, I have this stuff on the side, you know, I have kids, I have my dogs, I swear my kids. Um, and I, you don't have time to do any of that. So that's one of the things that we, um, I'm sure attracted you to Beachbody because of the community, um, and the friends that you made. How did that make you feel when they stopped talking to you? Um, I mean, it's not like we were ever all any of us super close, but mm-hmm. still I was just like, oh, like they're, they're gone. Like, right. <laughs> um, my, my upline did make a comment when she was like, um, cause I had made a post saying how I felt, you know, how problematic four week gut protocol is. Mm-hmm. And she says, you sound a lot like all those anti MLMers. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, Actually, at the time, I don't even think I knew who you guys were. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, this is just how I feel from like a medical standpoint. Um, and she was like, you really need to try it first. I'm like, I cannot, I, I cannot do that. Like, I'm not going to follow Autumn's restriction. I have a history of disordered eating in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to revisit that for, for Autumn Calabrese, basically. Like, so let's, let's unpack this right? So I do have some questions. So what were the, a few of the red flags for the four week up protocol that you saw at first? Um, so first of all, the elimination diet, it's longer than a week. It takes longer than a week to get certain things out of your system. Um, and I'm not a gut. I'm not like a GI doctor. I am not a GI nurse, but I know that it takes like, I think I was Googling it. Cause I was like, this doesn't seem right. I think it takes four to six weeks for a true elimination diet. Mm-hmm. My husband, um, has some gut issues and his GI suggested that he cut out, um, gluten just to mm-hmm. see if that would help. Um, and so when I had been researching that, you know, it was like four weeks, four to yeah. six weeks of it completely eliminating. Mm-hmm. And then you can slow, you add in one thing at a time mm-hmm. to see what triggers, your issues. Mm-hmm. But this all has to be followed by either a GI doctor or a dietitian, someone who is smarter than a normal beach body coach. Like yeah. you have to have medical direction to do a true elimination diet. Yeah. Um so that was red flag number 1. Red flag number 2 was the random statistic they kept throwing out. Over 70% of people have gut health undiagnosed gut health issues. Mhm. Okay. If it's undiagnosed, <laughs> right. Where are you getting this number from? You're just pulling it out of your butt. How do you know? It's if it's undiagnosed, how do you know? Are y'all psychic? Like, did you, yeah, I was like, how do you know that? Warwick? Like they, they hired a psychic that told them that that's where it Apparently. came from. It had to be. I was like, I do not understand. Um, and then just, um, that was another red flag about the four week gut protocol. Um, and how things that she said, Autumn said change from how, whatever mood she was in. So like maybe in the past, and I'm making this up because I can't remember the exact example, but like, Mm -hmm. let's say for example, Shakeology used to be considered a protein and now it's considered a carb or whatever it was. And I was like, how do you just, oh, I think it was quinoa. I was like, how do you just decide it's a different macro? Like you can't decide it's a different macro and do you know what's really crazy so you just brought up shakeology so about shakeology which is crazy to me because i for the entire time that i was a beach body coach for eight years right they preached that um shakeology was all you needed and it helped improve digestion and your gut health right so it's awfully crazy to me that autumn has been drinking shakeology the whole time she's been a super trainer and all of a sudden she has gut issues and all these beach body coaches have gut health issues now. Like, are you kidding me? 
it, it doesn't, it doesn't add up. My, another red flag for me was, I was like, okay, you got, sure. Let's say you guys eliminate all this stuff. You follow this gut health stuff. You feel mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. But then you go back to eating the exact same way you were. You, all that weight you lost, you're just, it's yo-yo dieting. Yeah. It's yeah. like people, and I am not bashing keto diets because I know a lot of people who do keto for seizures mm-hmm. and, and it works great. Also under the direction of a doctor, cause you have right. to have labs done, but like it, but if you just do keto and then you stop doing keto, you're going to gain yeah. your weight right back. Right. Like it's not healthy. It's not sustainable mm-hmm. and neither is the four week gut protocol. But if you notice, if you notice, like, sorry to interrupt you, but if you notice like her top minions and I call them minions because they are her BFFs, um, Kat and Tanya every single week. So they're doing the four week gut protocol. They are doing this whole entire maintenance phase that they say, but every single weekend they are binge drinking and binge eating. And then they're starting over again on Monday. So how is a true elimination diet working for you if you are reintroducing, I mean, number one thing you can't have on the four week protocol is alcohol, but they drink it. They, you see them drinking every single weekend. And I just, I think all of that combined, I was just like, I can't support this. And she would go on. And obviously I wasn't the only one with issues. I mean, Autumn got a lot of flack about this and she would go on Instagram and run her mouth and say even more problematic things. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, how are you allowed to say this? And she's, and then I started like, I'm like, okay, if she was whatever she is, however she is schooled, I'm like, she should know she can't say these certain things but she doesn't have a, any certification. She doesn't no. have a degree. And then when she went on and she was like, oh, well, I know more because I want to read the new stuff and not the old stuff. And I'm like, what do you think they teach you in school? Right. Like, caveman <laughs> medicine? Like what? She says that she does more research than people that are in school or in college. And as, and as a medical professional, I was like, how dare you? <laughs> Like, because I know dietitians and like, they are constantly learning. And so to right. say to them that they, she knows more because she Googles, I'm like, no. And I think that that was my main, where I was like, I have to step, I got to go away because yeah. Autumn was creating so much anger in me with the things that she was saying and that people were believing. I was like, I cannot mm-hmm. support this anymore. So, um. So as a previous Beachbody coach who the final straw was basically um, the four-week gut protocol, how do you feel about the fact of the matter that they're now trying to say that body positivity and health and fitness can now live in the same space? How do you think they're going to, how do you feel about that? They're going to have to take away Autumn's Instagram. Like (laughs) she does not spew body positivity at all. Um, mm-hmm. she does not balance is not something that like, I think she knows what that is. And I don't know how they're going to spend that. I think that there are trainers that do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, Amwala Caesar, yeah. I think he does a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean T, I think he mm-hmm. does a great job of that. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I don't know how, they're going to keep certain people working there who mm-hmm. have built their career over making you obsessed and yeah. controlled and all this stuff that does not say balanced lifestyle. Right. We are striving for health here. Right. So as a nurse, how do you feel? And I do want to ask this question because, um, it's probably going to be brought up more, more times than once. Um, as a nurse, how do you feel about people who, so we'll say Autumn, because I specifically watched a video that will be included on a future, probably on tomorrow's podcast, um, that Autumn said basically that if you are, she considers, so she basically just called out people that were between the sizes of zero to 10 healthy, and I'm using quotation marks, and people that are above that morbidly obese. 
Um, so unfortunately, mm -hmm. what she is saying probably is agreed upon with the old BI, BMI metrics. Um, mm -hmm. cause you know, BMI doesn't take into account. I mean, the rock, yeah. the, the rock is considered morbidly obese according to the BMI yeah. cause it only takes by like what you weigh versus your height. And if those, if those are a good balance, doesn't take yeah. into account muscle or anything. Um, but if you go by that, the majority of people are morbidly obese or yeah. obese. Yeah. Um, but also like, I just think it's ridiculous. I don't think that you can take a size because, you know, mm -hmm. especially for women, size 10 in one pants versus size 10 in multiple other pants are different sizes. Right. Right. So like, I don't really think that you can just say based on your pant size, you're morbidly obese. Right. And right. to go along with that, if you're a zero, depending on how your body is structured, you might be way too thin. Right. Like, it, it's not, it's not as cut as dry as that. And I think she tries to make it as cut and dry and it's just and, and you know, and when I watched that video yesterday, I was, she basically said that, um, in the video, she said that I bet the people, um, she was ranting and raving about, a, a magazine cover. Okay. And she was like, I bet those people that are considered, uh, that are considered, I don't even know how she said it. Cause I, I can't quote it because it made me so mad. Um, but she basically said, we need to look at their labs. You need to look at their labs. Cause I bet you their labs are off the wall and they are, and they are unhealthy. And so for me, I was like, so I'm considered obese by the BMI. Um, Don't I, yeah, see, <laughs> and you're, you're taught, you're thin. Right. And so it's like, I'm, and I'm a curvy girl, right. I'm considered obese, but. I've had my labs done three times this year because there's been like underlying things that have been going on. Um, nothing, nothing like bad. It's just like, they're trying to make sure that I don't have diabetes because my family has diabetes. I had a mammogram and all that stuff. So I've had them done three times and my labs came back. Perfect. Perfect. You looking at labs is something that you should yeah. do, but it's not just people who are over a certain pant size should do. Yeah. Um, for example, me, I had gestational diabetes for all three of my pregnancies. Yeah. Um, so my labs sucked, but did I ever, was I ever considered like, I, I never went past, you know, how you're only supposed to gain like 30 to 50 yeah. pounds or something yeah. when you're pregnant. Yeah. I never went over that. Yeah. I was not, I've never considered a high risk pregnancy, but my labs were a little screwed up. But and you the know, crazy thing is, is that you said you never went over that. I definitely went over that when I was pregnant and my labs were perfect. Yeah. It's weird. Right. So it's like, um, it's like people. So that's what I'm saying. Like people that don't know the medical field, like I don't know the medical field. Right. So I go to my doctor and ask him these questions. And one of the reasons I had my labs done was because I asked him, I was like, I work out, I eat well, right. I'm active. And I cannot lose weight, right? And he's like, so let's check your thyroid. Let's check your labs. Let's check all of that, right? And what it comes down to is the reason I can't eat or lose weight is because I don't eat enough food because of the way that I was trained in Beachbody. It's, it's crazy. And like, and when she's saying, check your labs, check your labs. Yeah. But you don't need autumn to tell you that. And you definitely don't need autumn to try to tell you what's screwed up about your labs. Cause she's not going to know. No, like, if you think something's wrong, then you need to go to your doctor and get right. labs drawn um, and yeah. let them tell you what, what those might mean. What is wrong. And any, and anybody that takes 30 to 40 vitamins a day should never be the person to give you health or nutrition advice. Am I right? The person, or am I right? The, the person who eats broccoli and cauliflower because that's good for her gut. I'm like, dude, you're probably bloating and, and farting all over the place. Like <laughs> there is no way you're eating that much broccoli and cauliflower and you're not bloating. Like, maybe stop eating that much broccoli and cauliflower. Thank you. I thought it's, I was crazy. And I it's, always, anytime I eat broccoli, I feel bloated and uncomfortable. That's what broccoli does. And I'm not saying broccoli is bad. I love broccoli. Me too. But like, you can't, 
say these are the foods that are good for your gut and then eat the foods that everyone knows bloats you and gives you gas. Yeah. It just shows how much, but you know, she has bowel, she has bowel movements, not bowel. So it's a whole nother subject. Oh, that's a whole nother subject. Um, so basically I can tell the reason that you quit speech body was because Autumn drove you insane. Yes. <laughs> um, th- that was the main reason. That was the main reason that made me say, what is yeah. this company supporting? But then when I would take a step back and I would also be like, um, I, I, one of my things, my upline always said to me was your posts need to be intentional. Mm-hmm. She's like, your posts read like a diary entry. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like I kind of use my Instagram yeah. as a diet because I have a really bad memory. And so like, I go on there and I'm like, we did this and this and this today. And this was so fun. And here's what yeah. the kids did. And she made, it's, it's funny because like, she made me second guess myself every time I posted, which actually made me post less. And now I barely post right. because I'm like, I, apparently me sharing my life in that way is not bringing anybody purpose but it really does because let um, me tell you why it does and I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you for one second because you've already said that you are a nurse you are a mom um and you're a homeschool mom right so you're extremely busy but you posting about your and I mean who's to tell you how you should use your Instagram it's your Instagram you know, you need to have content that makes people like want to respond and you need to like have a call to action. And I'm like, I don't want to just use my Instagram to be like, sign up with me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to look back at my Instagram post and cringe. Yeah. And so I very rarely make call to action. And then when I do look back at it now, I'm like, Ugh, ugh, yeah, why did I do that? Um, and so I think the ick factor also factored in, um, I also was, um, to keep my status, I was doing another thing that apparently is not legal. And that was like buying things for people underneath me so I could yeah. keep my status. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like I was spending and, and I, am, play. I, I am frugal, but I would be like, okay, you only need this many PV. So I'm going to find exactly the lowest amount I can spend for that PV uh, to, to keep myself active. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I got the sweatshirt out of it, but it's still, I, did that. I got the, um, I still wear it. Um, the bar blend off the shoulder, um, shirt that is like the gray sweat, like the gray shirt. I still wear it now because it's comfortable and I like it. Right. But that was a pay to play. That was for me to get enough PV to be able to stay active that month as a coach. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And so like, I was like, okay, not doing this anymore. Like I just mm-hmm. felt icky hitting up all my friends. And now mm-hmm. even when I hit, I message people on Facebook about something like something just completely random, yeah. but I'm like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, I hope they don't see my message and just think I'm trying to hit them up for beach body because this is something completely different. Like, it's usually like, yeah. Hey, do you know so-and-so or, you know, yeah. do you still have that for sale? But like, now I just feel like, Oh, they probably Listen, think I'm trying to hit them up. for beach. No, I feel you on that so much. I just quit in February. Right. And so now like, because of everything that's going on with like my Instagram, I have DMs coming in my inbox all the time. I've talked to you through my DMs and I always feel bad because I'm like, I'll reply in like one sentence answers because I'm just like, I don't want them to think that I'm trying to sell them something. Right. And anytime I go to reach out to somebody, I'll be like, Hey, hun, laugh, laugh, laugh. Right. Because I'm like, I just want them to understand that this comment that, or this conversation is not going to be like a scammy Hey girl message. And it's so hard to rewire your brain just to have a conversation with people on social media. I get it. Wow. It's hard. And like, I am doing, um, Caroline Gervin. I think that's how you say her name on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Caroline, we're on a first name basis. She doesn't know it, but we're just on (laughs) a first name basis. She's awesome. Um, So, so I do Caroline workouts and every once in a while I'll share it. And I just want to be like, I'm not sharing this workout because I get anything from it. Like, I just really think that she's amazing and everybody yeah. needs to go see And it's her. free. She's completely. Yeah, and it's, and I'm always like, it's free. And I, all I do is link the YouTube, but I feel so like, oh, people are going to think that I'm. Look, I do the same thing, especially for Peloton. Um, I haven't tried Caroline's um, workouts yet, but only because I pay for Peloton. So I'm like, 
I pay for this. So I'm, I need to use it. Right. And um, I actually pay for Peloton too, because I use their walk and runs, which I yeah. love. They're amazing. Yeah, I did one yesterday. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I did. I, I did. So I did one yesterday. Um, I can't remember who the trainer was, but the playlist was 100% my, my entire play, playlist. I know I wear band tees, but I literally don't. I, my, I listened to nineties hip hop and two thousands hip hop. Like that's what I listened to. And, um, it was, you went from Cali to New York to Missy. So it was, um, Biggie to Tupac to, um, Tupac to Biggie to Missy Elliott. And I was just like, I was killing it out there. I was like, this is the best. It's so hard because like, I'm trying to walk and, you know, like power walk, but I'm also like singing and dancing and I'm like. I get so out of breath because I'm singing. Um, yeah, the My walk I did yesterday was like music from musicals. Oh, yeah, it was good. That's like it, cool. I'm sure my neighbors think I'm crazy. I have the dog strapped around my waist and I'm just like out there just dancing and singing. And they're probably like, what is up with this woman? She is psychotic. Yeah. The 30, 30 day breakaway is actually what made me want to become a coach. So I think I must've actually joined in late 2020 now that I think about it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but that made me want to, like, I loved that program. I loved having somebody in my ear telling me how fast to go and, and, you know, when to rest Mm -hmm. and, and not, you don't have to just run. You know, I've always thought you just have to run. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, I can interval this all the time. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually better for you. And so then when I canceled BOD, I was like, okay, what am I going to use? And so then I, I tried Peloton. I was like, oh, I love this because it's music and they're funny. And mm-hmm. like, they look like me, like, and they, they don't try to sell you a diet program. No, And there, some of them are pregnant. Oh, I did a pregnant trainer and she was like kicking my ass. I'm like, how you're pregnant. If I was that pregnant, I was not walking that fast. No, me neither. And your, your shins hurt. Okay. So this is Peloton sponsor me. Sponsor me. Sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I don't, I've never done a Peloton weighted workout because I love Caroline so much, but yeah. I just use them for the tread treadmill. Yeah. yeah. Me. I use them. So <laughs> I've, I mean, I pretty much do, uh, if I'm going to do any type of cardio because, um, Beachbody actually ruined me for cardio. Um, I hate it. Um, so if I'm going to do any type of cardio, I will do the cycle. Of course, I love my bike and I'll do walking or running. And then there's boot camp workouts that I really love. I wish I could take a boot camp tread workout, but I don't have the tread in here to be able to like go back and forth. So, um, but other than that, like, yeah, it's the music, the people, and it's, it's so refreshing to have trainers, especially with Caroline, because she's, I, I hear she's pretty great to actually give you form checks and actually tell you um, how to do a lift um, and not have them teach you or or talk about their ultimate portion fix or four-week gut protocol program the entire time you're doing a workout. I think that's why I loved Caesar so much because I can never say his name, so I just call him by his last name, Um, because I was in his test group for 645. And I oh. felt like that was very, like he, he, I, I don't know if like somebody got COVID or something, but for a few weeks he was only recording by himself. So he was doing all the moves, um, by himself. And he was just, he taught me so much yeah, like about form check about like what muscles you're working about, why you should do tempo. Like he taught me so much mm-hmm. and I respect him. I wish he would get hired by Peloton or just do his own stuff because he is amazing. Um, he but, is. I also got a, because his workouts in the test group, he, you know, was for, supposed to be four to five minutes, but he would go over all the yeah. time because he was just like, well, this, this took longer. So now we got to take longer, but then he had to cut it off. Like all the workouts were 45 minutes. So even if like, say it took longer because you were doing tempo, he'd yeah. be like, oh, well, I guess we're only going to do one set of these moves. And I'm like, why did they do that? Like, you should still get the good workout. And like, I don't blame him for that. I blame yeah. The company for that because yeah. on his best group he didn't do that but um he encouraged me so much that I'm actually going I just finished my course to be a certified personal trainer yay and I take my test next month but between him and Caroline and just like the everything they they take the time to teach you 
I'm like, that's what people need. It is what people need. And that's exactly, so that, I just want you to know that that's just absolutely great because a lot of people, they leave, I mean, Jen did it. Jen left Beachbody and now her whole entire fitness course is surrounded by like, basically it's not about weight loss. It's about feeling good, right? And being able to move your body. And she decided to also get her personal certified or certified trainer um, certificate because she wanted to be able to do it just like, I mean, the right way, right? And you actually having the nurse part in the background is actually helpful as well because you, I mean, I know that you all have to go through rigorous training and certifications to be able to become, are you an RN? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a friend who's an RN, so I know, you know, everything about the body and it's unbelievable, right? Even though your specialty is, (laughs) well, it is like, I mean, I I know, you know, she's not supposed to give me medical advice, but I, I do still reach out to her and be like, Hey, this is happening. Um, do you think I need to go to the doctor? And she'll be like, no, you're good. Just take this. You're okay. Right. So that's awesome. As a nurse, um, you like, you know, if if somebody messaged me and said something about their kids, I'd be like, Oh yeah, whatever this. Um, but then with my own kids, I feel like I am the stupidest person in the world. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I have to like reach out to my other nurse mom friends and they're like, okay. And so it's just like, when it's you, not me, because nurses are horrible patients. Like we take horrible care of them. I'm sure. Um, but (laughs) when it's my kids, I'm always like, I'm dumb. I'm not a nurse. I'm definitely not a peds nurse. Listen, I'm not a nurse at all. And I, I don't, it's not that I take very bad care of myself. It's that every time I end up having to go to the doctor, like I feel bad for being there. Like I always feel bad because I'm like, I'm sorry, doc. Like I just, I was a little confused and I was wondering, and he'll be like, don't apologize for trying to take care of yourself. Right. Um, I, I have enjoyed, you know, having a conversation with you. It, it's been absolutely wonderful. Do, do you have anything that you'd like to cover that we didn't go over? I don't know. I just, for people who are maybe still coaching or thinking about coaching or thinking about joining BOD, mm-hmm. I mean, just really do your own research. Like if something feels wrong, then look into it. Um, and if something feels icky, think about why it feels icky. And I mean, cause they will tell you, oh, it, you just have to get used to it or, oh, yeah. that's normal. But if it's like, if it's making you uncomfortable, it shouldn't, like you yeah. shouldn't be doing things that make you uncomfortable. So, um, and you know, your friends and your family should be your friends and your family and not a potential sale. Like yeah. they tell you, yeah. um, and also I guess just take your advice from people who are actually educated (laughs) and make sure those people like, and Wallace Caesar, he's educated. He has a, he has a certificate. Like he is certified. So just make sure that people that whoever you're following is. Yeah. I like things don't have to be complex. You don't have to do like 16 different moves in one move to get a burn. Like you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Simple is better. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And also like to piggyback off of your, um, about if you are a current body, beach body or body coach, whatever they're calling themselves now. Um, and you're starting to, to question, right? If you're starting to question stuff, there's a reason you're starting to question stuff. Um, if you, um, reaching out to people that are in this space, like I have ongoing conversations with beach body coaches in my DMs every day. Reach out to people that, you know, that used to be coaches and are no longer coaches. Ask them the questions that you're afraid to ask your upline because your upline's going to tell you everything they can to keep you as a coach because they make money off of you. Somebody's making money off of you. They're most likely not going to be a hundred percent honest and transparent. Um, And just because you're, you know, your podcast is called you're in a cult. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually was raised in kind of a culty religious situation. And some of the things that like Beachbody does is similar because like, you know, they don't question things, trust the process, 
Yeah. Trust what your upline says. Like, you know, don't, at, don't go out there and look at things on, you know, on the anti-ML. It's like, don't, don't go outside. Like we have all the information you need. And that is very similar to a religious cult. Information and just, control. Yeah. And it just, I didn't realize it until I was done that I was like, oh, ew. <laughs> yeah. You know, what brought like opened my eyes about it was I watched Lula Rich. Right. And then I started questioning it. And then I started watching the Scientology documentary with Leah Remedy. Yeah. Love her. Netflix. And I was like, why do these things feel familiar? Like what? And the shunning, you know, when you're out of it, you're cut off. Completely. Done. And blocked. Nobody will have Luckily, I haven't been blocked by anybody. Probably I will now, but yeah. I mean, I wasn't prior. Well, uh, well, there, there is a list going around, um, of quote unquote, anti MLM creators, um, that Beachbody coaches do have. And I personally got a message from someone who received a message from their Beachbody coach that said, you follow this person. Um, and accused them of being anti-MLM. And that actually gained me a, a, an awesome follower. She's really cool. Um, and she's listened to the podcast because of it. So I do appreciate that, you know. Um, but there is a list. So if you do follow us, you you could be blocked. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate the support, right? <laughs> because it, it's, a, it's, quite, it's quite nice to actually have people that support you now and aren't paid to support you. So it, it's quite nice. Um, anything else? I think so. I really no? this has been fun and it's been a good vent session. <laughs> oh, we're not done. I have some questions for you. Okay. All right. So um, one of the things that I like to ask people is, 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 is let's do it off the wall question. Um, are you considered an introvert or an extrovert? I think I'm one of those both people. Yeah. Um, I am very outgoing. Um, you know, as a nurse, you can't be shy. You have to go in and act like you've known your patient forever. Um, but I also am very, I don't like to talk in front of a group. I don't like all the attention on me. Like this is fine. Cause it's one-to-one -one and yeah. I, that's yeah. fine. But like, if there were more people, I'd be like, mm -mm. like, mm -hmm. I just, I'm very shy in that way. But other than that, I'm completely open. So I don't, I think I might be a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's possible to be both. Um, I've found in the past, especially since COVID, cause I've started working from home completely in 2020. Right. Um, I used to think I was a huge extrovert and I could never be like, you know, by myself, I have to be out there all the time, but I actually gain more energy. Um, when I do have just my, my alone time and, I think you can be both because I, I mean, I am. So I'm going to diagnose you as both. And I think they're okay. called an ambivert is what they're oh, called. Oh, there we go. That's what um, I What is your favorite color and what does it say about you? Um, My favorite color is probably black. And yeah. uh, the joke is it's black like my soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I like, I like darker colors. I yeah. like, yeah. like dark purple this is really lighter purple but dark purple yeah. darker reds darker blues blacks um yeah. and I don't know because I know a lot of times people associate like the darker colors with like people who might like I don't know you know you always see those like color things where like oh if you like this color then you, this is your season and yeah. where you'd like to live and I'm like yeah I would like to live at the beach at the ocean in the sunshine but also yeah. I'll be wearing all black so me too I yeah. live at the beach at the ocean in the sunshine and black is what I love to wear, but yeah. pink is also one of my favorite colors. I yeah, don't I wear it a lot, but yeah, I get it. I think for me, it's like purple. If I have to pick a lighter color, I'm going to go with purple. Yeah. Yeah. But no, black right. is my favorite. Yeah. Me too. I wear it all the time. So what is your biggest pet peeve? When people don't listen to me. Like when I have to repeat myself twice. <laughs> I was getting ready to say. Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 
when people like my kids do that all the time to me, like my husband does it just to drive me nuts. Like he knows that it drives me crazy when like, I have to tell my patient something like 1600 times, which sometimes is not their fault. Like, you know, if they have dementia or they've had a stroke, they might not remember we had this conversation, but still I'm like, I just said this. I just, so like repeating myself and people who don't listen, I always tell my kids, I don't talk for my health. Like I'm talking because I need you to listen to me. Yeah. So people not listening to me drives me nuts. <laughs> All right. So everyone never asked her the same thing twice. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've already actually said, um, covered one of the questions. Um, what I would have asked you, what is the one thing that you would tell someone if they are thinking of joining an MLM? And you basically said, do your research. Yeah, do your research. If it feels like you don't do it. Yeah. And would you ever join an MLM ever again? What was that? <laughs> and I said, no, okay. um, but I also don't, like, I didn't know what an MLM was. And so yeah. like, now I do, like, I had no idea what it was before. Um, I didn't realize, you know, they make it out like this isn't that it's network marketing, not multi-level marketing. And I think that that was the difference, but now that I know what it is, no. All right. And Brittany, um, just to double check and make sure, did you want to share um, where anybody can find you or did you want to just go ahead and just keep your peace and serenity and your private account? Um, I mean, you can try to follow me, but I'll probably not allow you to. So we'll just keep it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's perfectly fine. All right. You all, I enjoyed talking to Brittany. She has been absolutely amazing. Um, I'm glad that she decided to come on to the podcast and I hope you all found value from this and wherever you're listening. Uh, I hope you're having a great day, night, evening, or morning. And we will see you next Monday. Bye. All right, fam. Thank you for joining us on the Call Cheryl Hunt podcast. We hope you found today's episode informative and thought-provoking. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating or review. We'll be back next week with another episode, so stay tuned. If you have a story you'd like to share on the show, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at callcherylhun at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at callcherylhun or on my personal Instagram at, at Cheryl S. Spears. We always welcome new voices and perspectives. Again, thank you for listening and we hope you'll tune in next time. Until then, take care and stay safe.